Hey there, listener. You're tuned into the Theoretical Realities Podcast with me, Adrian, and Chelsea. Hi. And today we're going to talk about Marvel and DC and a potential multiverse crossover scenario. So Chelsea, why don't you go over today's talking points? So today we're going to be talking about comparing similar characters to each other, along with analysing like a, f- a fan trailer. And we're going to end off with like discussing our takes on the multiverse. Like, if there is a crossover. So, we're going to start off with two characters which are pretty much the same, which is Deadpool and Deathstroke. As, well, stated by that, Deadpool is a meant to be a parody of Deathstroke, so... But their backgrounds and, like, origin stories are completely different as... Deathstroke was an assassin, but he got his, like, I guess, powers, like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, in a similar way of Captain America, like, with the super soldier serum, whereas Deadpool was a mutant and got his abilities from, like, I can't remember how, but I'm pretty sure they do show it in his films, and... So the similarities between them both is that they both have the same names, pretty much. Slade Wilson and Wade Wilson. As the only difference is the first name. They also are both mercenaries who wield swords, along with having the, both having the healing factors, which is faster than a normal person. The only difference is, well, the origins and... Their costumes, Deadpool's is red and black, while Deathstroke's is orange and a dark blue. Thank you, Chelsea. Now, I'm not an expert in terms of Marvel and DC. DC, So Chelsea here has taught me a lot. Yeah. So now we're going to move on and talk about another two characters which have similar origins in the form of Winter Soldier and Red Hood. Winter Soldier, which is Marvel's character, grew up in Brooklyn and has a diehard friend Rogers, and they, which they, who enlisted for World War Two, and Rogers, Rogers thought he died by falling off a train, only to meet him again seventy years later. Now Red Hood, he was Batman's second Robin, and he got killed by the Joker, but he was resurrected years later by Lazarus Pit. Am I saying that right? Yes. Excuse, <laughs> excuse the pronunciations. I'm new to all of this. Unhinged and wanted. Revenge on Batman for keeping Joker alive, so he decides to take it into his own hands and take on the name of Red Hood, which was Joker's previous identity. Yeah, he pretty much stole it from his own killer. And now a similarity that they have is that they both died and they both got resurrected in one way or another. However, what's different is about that is that Red Hood chose to become a criminal, whereas Winter Soldier got brainwashed. Yeah, as seen in the films. Like... I think it's like it's shown more in Captain America the Winter Soldier. And I would say that their interaction would end up with an attempt to kill each other, judged by where the Marvel comic universe is right now. Yeah, maybe like I think like Red Hood will try and kill him and Bucky will try and like try not to but like defend himself in some sort of way. That's interesting. Yeah. 
now we're going to talk about two like villains which are uh, very like probably the biggest threats I believe from both universes if I'm not wrong and that would be Galactus and Doomsday so as they are both big threats but Galactus is a is known as the devourer of the worlds whereas Doomsday is an unstoppable force and the differences between them is that Galactus is like a natural being that came before the Big Bang whereas Doomsday was an engineered cr creature created as a sort of weapon in a sort of, some sort of way. That sounds very interesting so like, but I don't know how they will re like interact because like Galactus is I don't know like 28 feet tall and like Doomsday is like 7 foot tall like because Pretty sure because it's like similar heights to Superman. Yeah, the height distance is substantial, so, yeah, so we wouldn't really know how they'd re interact with each other if it came to a multiverse scenario. But I think in any way that one of them would probably betray the other, like because they want all of the power, pretty much. That sounds very interesting. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> so now let's talk fan trailers. The oldest fan trailer we found on YouTube was uploaded 13 years ago, and they're still being made today in 2023, as of when we're recording this. And this shows that fans still want a crossover between the two universes, no matter if it's on screen, on film, or in comics. There is already some in comics, but they're like always against each other, which like, they're but they're like heroes. And like, I know that the heroes fight like in a civil war, but like, that's just like, disagreeing on something you know yeah <laughs> anyway thank you so... for sharing i'm not the best at marvel and dc so chelsea's the <laughs> yeah. expert like like i said at the start anyways so... we're about to analyze a trailer yeah. which you'll see on screen very shortly yep so here we go so so the trailer off starts off with like the scene from no way home when pete asks dot strange to Make everyone forget that he is Spider-Man, which you see gets messed up, and that leads to like in the trail in the fan-made trailer, them like at least <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it leads to like the worlds colliding with each other, which like and they I'm pretty sure like some of the scenes because they use scenes from the actual films, like. They try to use it to maybe show like their reaction to what just happened, along with like some like scenes are them interacting with each other, like trying to match them up as best they could. And but most of them is just them fighting with each other, which like I think like some of the fight scenes actually match quite well to each other, but some like I don't know. Like, if they're meant to act like they are fighting with each other or from different parts. Yeah, that just shows the power of fans and their editing, Yeah. to be honest. It just shows how fans get creative in a way to show interactions between the two comic universes. Yeah, it's like, it'll be difficult to actually have them because they've never been on screen together, so... But they just used the clips the best they could to make the effect of it happening. Yeah. And like they've also used like it maybe some of the scenes that they've used 
effects to make it look like they are attacking each other. Like, if someone's using a magical power, then the next scene, like, you see them reacting to that attack. Yeah. That's that's a fair point, Yeah, like, in my opinion. Because, like, we can't really have them all on screen together because that's not really possible with, like... Since with the technology we've got today. They're from different, like, studios. Um, yeah, and that requires a lot of negotiations, a lot of different contracts. It's very complicated. <laughs> yeah. But I think, like, they make it work. Like, fan-made ones, like... Because you wouldn't, like, think it's, like, a fan-made trailer because it looks so legit to be a real trailer. It really does. If you don't, like, look at the beginning where they're channel introduces itself or even just look at the channel name itself or in the title where it says fan made if but I like that end th- logo <laughs> but if those didn't exist we wouldn't know if it's a fan made trailer or if it's a legit trailer from the two production studios yeah so those like normal trailers like some some fan made ones look like real trailers so you can't really tell the difference yeah anyways let's move on to talking about how we would view um, a crossover and how it will play out. Yeah, so like Chelsea said, we'll be moving on to this final segment of the podcast, which is the section where we give our take on how to resolve the social war, in this case Marvel and DC. Now, this is based on our own opinion and character analysis, so everyone's views may contrast. Even my own opinion could be different to Chelsea's. Yep. (laughs) This is the beauty of having a podcast duo, since you, the listeners, get to hear each of our opinions and we get to discuss them as well as form some sort of agreement at the end, yeah. which we'll be doing shortly. <laughs> so I'll start this segment off by starting my views in terms of a potential crossover between the two comic universes. And I feel like if this was to happen, it would involve one of the characters dis- discovering some sort of mysterious object, let's say a sphere or something ord- like that's not ordinary in today's world. Like a magic aura or something. Yeah, something like that. So let, I'll take Deadpool as an example. He, he's just living his own life in the Marvel Universe, and then all of a sudden he just discovers, like, let's say a magic orb or something. Yeah. And he becomes curious to what it is, like everyone would. How, however, it's a trap and he doesn't know about it. So when he touches this mysterious object, he gets sent to an unknown place, which happens to be in the DC Universe. Okay. It could be Gotham City or... Somewhere else within that universe. You only know Gotham City. Like, I don't know many of the city's names. I can't remember those. But I feel like this is where fans would already be getting excited about a crossover since Deadpool's touching DC soil. But anyways, back to my theory. Deadpool in the... Like, hold up. <laughs> Deadpool encounters Deathstroke and knowing how the two universes are at war in comic strips, like Chelsea's yeah. mentioned earlier... Their first instinct is to attack. And they don't know if it's a friend or foe. Yeah. But since they're both very similar characters, they realise that they have similar moves and that they can read each other, which becomes very useless in a battle as no one would actually die or get injured. So they just call it a truce and just talk about where they're coming from, the main villains in their respective universes, which is where we can see beginning of a, more of a merge in terms of crossing over. Now, that's my take on a multiverse crossover collaboration or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what about you, Chelsea? What's your take on this? Well, I think, like, 
the character, like, if there was, I think the characters who, who I want to see rat- interact is Spider-Man and The Flash, as, like, like, they might probably get into a fight at first, because they don't know if each other is a threat, but then they end up, like, starting to work together as, like, and as I said, that <laughs> Spider-Man and The Flash will probably get along, like, the best of each other, as both in their comment and on-screen appearances, the fact that they can relate to each other since they both have some sort of similar, like, background, like, they've both lost, like, important people in their lives. And they can, like, help it. And they, like, seem like... Both of the characters, like, seem like... More like... They want to help the villains, like... Instead of, like, fighting them at first. But I think, like... Like, the versions on screen, I think that the CW Flash and maybe Tom Holland's Flash... Not Flash. (laughs) Spider-Man will get along, like the best as that's the most seen so like as like they're both like kind of like geeky nerds <laughs> so they will get along like great together I believe but also like along with like other on screen appearances like the DC Universe Flash and Andrew Garfield's and Tony McGuire's Spider-Man like it's kind of difficult to see how they react because, like, their personalities are, like, more different to, well, Tom Holland's Spider-Man and, like, the DCU Flash. I haven't really seen much of that one, so I don't really know, like, that take of the version. But I think, like, like in any version that they will, like, end up, like, interacting and getting along with each other really well so thank you for that so to summarize the talking points from today we've spoken about like we've compared two very similar characters three different times we've analyzed the fan trailer which you've seen as well the viewer and we've given our take on a multiverse situation so to summarize the whole episode how would do you think it's a re- do you think a multiverse crossover could become a reality? Yeah, I think it can be possible, but like probably not in any like recent years since the like Cause I feel rights like, to characters. Cuz I feel like the two different storylines between Marvel and DC are quite different to each other. Yeah, like. So I feel like if the studios kind of cooperated and throughout the next phases of their universe they kind of brought the story together. Or just have, like, a film which doesn't, like... Which has, like, the new Batman, for Batman, because that isn't really connected to the DCEU. It's just a solo film. So it could be like that. Yeah, it could be like that. But I feel like if they just, like, communicated with each other, signed contracts, which is a very complicated thing to do because it's all about money nowadays, let's just be honest. Yeah, like, Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, but... Disney has the... Disney can still use character. Exactly. But not like other Spider-Man characters, really. But a lot of close communication, a lot of like linking the stories together throughout the next phases of the MCU, 
and DC Comics Universe, I feel like it could become a reality. Yeah. So thank you for listening today. <laughs> if you want to hear more or share your opinions, please do follow us on Instagram at Theoretical Realities Podcast. Yes. Thank you and we'll see you next time.